you're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. Today is Wednesday, June 30th. My name is Dan, your host. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Make sure to follow Steady Picks on Twitter at Get Steady Picks. And go to SteadyPicks.com to find out about their monthly membership 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as UFC, golf, and much more. Experts giving you betting advice, such as Sean Brady, a ranked UFC fighter. Very good fighter. Apparently even better. Better. As we saw on this past weekend's card, where he went up something like plus eight units. Absolutely insane on one card. If you go to SteadyPicks.com, you can read the article about what would have what it would have looked like had you bet a hundred dollars on every single one of his plays i believe the end result was you would have profited over eight hundred dollars it was incredible absolutely great night from steady picks and most days are great as well their records are on their 100 transparency you can see the plays from previous days what the results were what their overall and lifetime records are it is all there for you to see for you to see the numbers speak for themselves. The numbers in these NBA playoffs are, are starting to dwindle as the injuries are stacking up for stars. Trey Young doesn't even play. Last night, Giannis leaves the game early. The Hawks pull the game out. And that series very much alive tonight. We have Phoenix up 3-2. Looking to close it out in LA against a Clippers team that just won't die. It's insane. A lot of stuff going around about Ty Lue and his ability to coach when on the brink of elimination. And God give him credit. I think he's 10-2 and two in games where his team could be eliminated from the postseason. Pretty impressive stuff. I, I don't have any anything brash or arrogant or sarcastic to say about it. It's, it's a pretty daunting stat in a, in a good way. So we'll see. It's going to be a tough one tonight. I'm not touching this game as far... As the spread or anything, it looks like right now it's sitting at a pick em. Uh The Suns minus a half point, Clippers plus a half point, so doesn't doesn't matter. It, it's a pick em, basically. Suns minus 107 on the money line, Clippers minus 112. The total at 215. I thought my, my first inclination was to go under here. They've gone under, I think, in three of the five so far, but... The thing is, is that the last game I think is more telling, which would have gone over this, than the others, because now with, with Zubach out, at least I believe he's going to be out again tonight, the Clippers play at such a, a higher pace, and they tried to use Zubach to combat Aiton, which made sense, but at the same time, I think the best version of the Clippers is a small ball game and playing up-tempo. Now, it doesn't help them guard bigs, but I think they just kind of have to dare Aiton to beat them, and as as great of a postseason as Aiton has had, he's still not a guy that takes over the game. Really, he he's a he's a rim runner, he's a rebounder, he you know, can score in the post a little bit, but 
know, he's not Joel Embiid, uh, so to speak. You know, not yet. Probably not ever, but definitely not yet. Where you can just feed him and feed him and go to him, and he can exploit mismatches time and time again. That, that's just not him, and and that's fine. That's not a knock on him. He's not expected to be there at this point, even though he was a number one overall pick. The the growth you're seeing in this postseason, you're definitely happy with if you're you know, a Phoenix Suns fan. But this is not their game. So you need it from Devin Book. You need it from Chris Paul, and the Clippers are oddly built to guard those kinds of guys. You have Paul George, who's a great defender. Patrick Beverly's a great defender. Nick Batum's a good defender, so you've got guys. And then when Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris are torching you, I mean, their offense is pretty lethal. No one on Phoenix can guard Paul George. I mean, he he's working his ass off. All credit to him. There's been a lot of jokes made at his expense. I've definitely made them uh, playoff pay or, you know, lack thereof. But this has been a hell of a postseason for him. He is somehow finding a way to justify the assets the Clippers gave up to go get him. And, and good for him. Fun to watch. He's uh, when he's on one of the, one of the funnest guys to watch in the NBA. There's no denying it. So anyway, I'll get to the plays. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me ramble about it. But we'll get to the plays. And I only have two plays, but I have a two unit play, which I really don't do very often. This is huge. I love this bet. Not even listed on Fanduel. You can't even bet on this guy as of now on Fanduel that that I was able to find. But on DraftKings, they have Cam Cameron Johnson listed, who comes off the bench. For the Sun. So I was actually surprised to be able to find his line, but his line sits at over 7.5 points on DraftKings. And it's only at minus 106. So basically, even money. He has 11 or more in four or five in this series. And in game five, he looked locked in. Everything was falling. He looked confident in the second half, hitting clutch shots. This is a guy that I loved coming out of college and I really wanted. The Sixers to draft, even though he was older. Like, I believe this is only his second season, but he is 25 years old. So that was one of the knocks on him was that he was, he was, uh, I believe he actually, you know, did all four years of college. So we know how that's not really a thing in the NBA anymore. And it seems like guys are actually punished for staying in school, but it means that he's more mature than a guy with his, you know, NBA tenure. And I think that's speaking to him being able to step up in the postseason. In this postseason, he's averaging almost 21 minutes a game. He's shooting over 50% from the field and over 45% from three. And that's what he was known for getting drafted was his three-point shooting and being able to knock them down at an absurd rate. It hasn't translated great so far for his career, but he's really found it in this postseason. So when you look at only needing seven and a half points, I mean, that's you know, two threes and a field goal, basically. The easiest way to put that together. So you're saying this guy has to make three shots to get here? I mean, I'm all in on this. I absolutely love it. If you look at the at some of the other games in this series, last game, three of three from deep. He's hit a, at least a three in every game this series, and three of the five he's hit two or more. So you almost get there just on that. But then he's taken at least four shots every game. Uh, six in game five, four in game four, seven in game three, five in game two, and eight in game one. So he's getting looks. And again, a very efficient shooter. He has shot 50% or better from the field in every game this series. You know, five of five in game two. I mean, some of, the, some of these clips are absurd. Five of six in game five, five of eight in game one. So just not missing. He's not a guy that's going to get to the line, but he's going to hit his attempts. And I think that his showing in the last game has to give Phoenix confidence. They'll want to give him 
a little bit more run. And especially because they kind of have a mixed bag of guys off the bench that I feel like no one's really locked in to a certain role. And he had the most minutes off the bench in game five by a large discrepancy. He's the only guy off the bench to play more than 13 minutes. Cameron Payne at 13, Cameron Johnson 23. So it seems like that'll probably be the case again tonight. I don't think, I don't see any reason that Phoenix doesn't go back to him at least that much. So I, I'm hammering this. The only other play that I'm in on, and again, I'm, I'm not super confident in the Suns tonight, but I just think the value is there. And especially when you look between books, I, I originally was on DraftKings. It's usually where I look first. And I saw that they had DeAndre Ayton to get a double-double and the Suns to win at plus 170. And I said, all right, that seems like pretty good value. Let me go check FanDuel because, as we've talked about for a while now, love their player performance doubles. Headed over to that. Again, if you click on more wagers for the game, the first tab, you're on the popular one. Scroll down. You'll see player performance doubles. It's plus 200 on FanDuel. So that's an extra 30 bucks for every 100 you bet. That's a big difference. That's enough for me to make sure you shop around. And it also makes me like playing the bet more because I feel like if DraftKings has it at plus 170, it means that it's not that far out of reach. But FanDuel, then having it at plus 200 is just saying, you know, maybe they think it's a little more out of reach, but it's also giving me a, a lot of extra uh, bang for my buck if, if it happens, which another book having it lower means that, you know, there's, there's somewhere that thinks that it is much more probable. So... Really like that player performance double. 15 points and a win is also at plus 200. I feel better about 10 and 10 than, than 15 points. But I know a lot of people are might be skeptical after that game where he, he should have had 10 rebounds and we all got screwed by the 9. But again, if you think about it, that's not a reason to not bet it because he had 10. It's a stupid statistical error. I'm still wary on how many points he, he's going to get. Uh, again, looking at Game 5 and feeling like that's much more of an indicator for Game 6 than the rest of it. He had 10 and 11, so the double-double there, the 15 points not. In a Game 6, the Suns have talked about how much they want to get Chris Paul to his first NBA Finals. They don't want him to continue having this legacy of being the guy who couldn't get it done. I believe Devin Booker can have a big game. I think Chris Paul will have another big game. I, I made the mistake of betting against him. In game five, and he just knocked down every single freaking mid-range shot in the world, which is what he does. I think he might be a little bit, bit more aggressive tonight, so I'm looking for that as well. So, again, Cam Johnson, this is on DraftKings, over 7.5 points, a two-unit play for us. And then DeAndre Ayton to get a double-double, and the Suns to win at plus 200. Got to find that on FanDuel or just check other books if you have them, but definitely not DraftKings, the value not there. FanDuel. Look somewhere else. They're the only two I really use, so I know a lot of people use others. Make sure if you have them, you're checking them. Tomorrow, I mean, it, we're going to have to see what happens with Giannis and Trey. I'm not touching anything with those two out. That sounds like a mess. I, I really don't know. The biggest takeaway from these playoffs is that that short, shortened offseason is really, really screwing the league up, and they're going to need to get these guys some rest. And what's really scary is that there's a lot of guys talking about playing you know, for Team USA and or for their respective countries and not taking the rest that they need. LeBron's going to be on a freaking Space Jam campaign tour. So the whole other thing. I think Durant said he's going to play for Team USA, which, again, this guy's got serious injuries, just played a lengthy season backward. He still missed a bunch of time and was clearly gassed at the end of that uh, Game 7 against Milwaukee. So... I don't know. These guys got to find time to rest, and you know, people complain that they do it during the season, which I, I kind of agree with. It's unfortunate 
when you see these guys missing games and, and you wish you could watch them or see them live or what have you, but you know, that's a result of there not being enough time in the offseason. you got to figure something out. But neither here nor there. So only two plays tonight, but really like them. But again, that Cam Johnson play, I'm absolutely all over. Two-unit play, more important than anything, bet that. If you want to bet the eight and double-double, again, is more of a home run type of shot by all means. But do not miss this Cam Johnson bet. I feel really good about it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, follow me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Follow Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks. Go to SteadyPicks.com to find out about their free monthly membership and check out the other shows on Steady Picks Radio as well. Wake up and wager on before us with Tom and Ricky. Vegas always knows with my buddy Matt giving you amazing MLB betting results. Absolutely on a heater for like a month now, it feels like. Uh, dude doesn't miss. So uh, really impressive stuff from Matt. Really proud of him. So Check all that out. Thanks. Uh, Good luck tonight, and let's win some money.